You guessed it, pressure points. I'm D. This is AJ. We're coming at you with season three, episode two, The Lioness of Brittany. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at points o pressure. It's gonna get saucy at 1 a.m. over here. Hello, everyone. What the fuck was that intro? We're not lying about it being 1 a.m., so that's probably why. It's 1 a.m. and alcohol on board. (laughs) Yeah. So we've been, yeah. It's a a good night. Yeah, not bad. Good night. Uh, Played some video games. Yeah, played some video games. I sweated my literal dick off (laughs) what was left on the drive over. Yeah, you uh, immediately walked into my house and said, hey, I'm, I'm going to take a shower. Just beat face red. Yeah. I was like, hi. I thought he was going to pass out. <laughs> so with my, my absolute trash car, this is why everybody should just do their best to pay us. Like, No, just subscribe. No, this is, yeah, it's the uh, GoFundy. GoFundy. It's, we're yes. going to launch a GoFundy, and it's get this motherfucker a car. So when I drive on the interstate, it, like... The thermostat's all <laughs> fucked up. So usually what will happen is the air that's coming into the engine will cool it just enough that it doesn't overheat while I'm driving. But when it's 103 goddamn degrees outside, it's kind of hard for my, my car to cool itself off on the drive. I hate that you called it that when I'm on the interstate. Well, I, yeah, fuck it, whatever. I'm old. <laughs> um, So I'm driving over and after like, and it takes like 40 minutes to get up here. So on my drive, I'll turn on the AC for the first half, turn it off the second half. Because, I mean, the thing's like a million fucking degrees in it when I hop in. So, five minutes into my drive, all of a sudden it's just like, oh, it's starting to feel nice and cool. And I look at my temperature gauge and it's like like 50 degrees hotter than it should have been. I was like, oh, no. So I turn off the AC and drove for like 35 minutes. Um, PSA... For anybody wondering, don't leave your D in a car with the windows up. <laughs> <laughs> he does not do well. Yeah, nope, he doesn't. So. Oh, you yeah. didn't mention the part that you can't roll down yeah, your windows? Yeah, I can't roll down my windows either. This, this will <laughs> oh. be changing by the end of the summer, just so everyone's aware. Yeah, whether or not we're sponsored, whether, it's going to change. Whether GoFundMe gets through or not, uh, your boy will have a better car. But, uh, yeah, I can't roll down my windows. One of them is, if anybody lives close to me... And they come rob my car. I'm gonna be pissed because it's it's just taped up. <laughs> the thing is shit. I'm so. What are they gonna do? Take your mason jar? Get your boy. Yeah. No, that's not in there anymore. Oh, I finally moved it out after good. a year. I finally fully moved into my apartment with the one remaining mason jar <laughs> that I lost the lid to. <laughs> so I tossed it. Oh, so didn't you make it up? <laughs> it made it up and then went straight back down. It's in a better place now. Yeah, the dumpster. Oh, God. That so dumpster yeah. is better than your apartment. No, dude. My apartment's nice now. My old apartment, no, not so much. Yeah, no, that, my, one, was, my new, that one was My new place is really nice. trash. That's, that's where all my money goes into my new apartment, not a new fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> it's a penthouse. It's on the top floor yeah. in the financial district. Yeah. Mm, right next to public transportation where all the trash stays yeah where people uh all don't think masks do maskies. anything yeah oh god dude <laughs> such a fucking joke i'm still thinking about that i love it uh, 
I just right. I know it's gonna happen again. Like, oh yeah. I know I know I'm gonna run into some dipshit that thinks I should share my opinion. I'm like, please don't. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> things, no one. Things I don't want to do today. <laughs> See you. <laughs> Oh, oh, it Lord. is late. This is going to be a good one. I can oh, tell. We're going to ramble. Already. Good thing, because um, these notes are going to be a little short. Yeah. But it's a good one. I got a good one for you today. Like I said, the the lioness of Brittany. So, I asked you earlier if you knew what the Hundred Years' War was. And you said no? No, I said, eh. What do you know? Not much. Okay. Me neither. But I know enough to get through this episode. Perfect. I'll start Googling <laughs> fun facts about the Hundred Years' Wiki, War. Wikipedia, Hundred Years' War real quick. I'll just jump in if I find anything. Good, good. So, um, quick background. Uh, well, not even background. These are just your two main characters of this episode. You've got... D and AJ. Yeah, D and AJ, and that's it. And we're telling our life story. We're going to go up... Talk about my uh, past trauma again. <laughs> Fun fact, the Hundred Years' War actually lasted for 116 years. Oh, fuck off. I knew you were going to correct the years. <laughs> There's a first and a second Hundred Years' War, too. That's not what I... That's probably they hit 100 years and they were like, yeah, 16... We'll call this second part 16 Years' War. <laughs> we'll just loop that in with Hundred yeah. Years' War. So, with the Hundred Years' War, it was uh, like spite between two families... And they were battling over the area of France, but there were a lot of little mini battles and kind of like uh, conflict between other families as well, because houses would take stances against other houses. And it just it was a total Mm -hmm. clusterfuck over there. So uh, the lady that I'll be talking about today is named Jeanne de Clisson. Now she wonderful pronunciation. Thank you. I worked really hard. Somebody, somebody, <laughs> studied. somebody, get this guy a medal. You got this. Um. So she had grown up in France. She was born in 1300, and she was the daughter of a nobleman. She was a daughter of, well, like I don't remember what her real name was. Well, Clisson is not her like maiden name. So she's the daughter of a maiden. Or a fucking nobleman. Sorry, of daughter a maiden of a nobleman. Men. It's late. I have it alcohol is. in me. You're good. You're good. Um, and when she was 12 years old, she was married off. Uh, and that guy, he just fucking died. She got married again at 28, which I'm assuming back in the 1300s is like, get this crusty old bitch married. Yeah, that's a fucking cougar. So, uh, she got married at 28, but the family she married into, they like, the whole family, not not her husband. They were like, hey, we want to protect the family heritage. So they annulled the wedding, like, within within a year. It was really fast. They're all, oh, yeah, like, marry her for so that we can create alliances. And then as soon as it happens, they're all, oh, well, actually, we just, we really want him to marry his cousin because we still kind of believe in incestual relationships and we want to keep the, the family heritage alive. So peace out, Jen. So. Two years later, she gets married to Olivier, who is Olivier de Clisson is the he's the nobleman over like he's in France. So they have five kids together. And Olivier, he during the Hundred Years War, like I had said before, there's a lot of like weird little conflicts that go on. So there was the Breton War, which is they were fighting over Brittany, which is an area that's on the north end of France. It's like the northwest end, close to the ocean, pretty close to the English Channel, that kind of area. So 
Um, and if I fuck up the geography, I sincerely apologize to anybody that was suddenly affected by it. <laughs> um, so they're fu- they're involved in this whole which family should have control over Brittany and. Olivier, being from France, they said, you know, we side with France. And the problem was that Olivier's extended family, for some reason, sided really heavily with England. Okay. And so they were pissed. They're like, what are you doing? You're going against, yeah. you're going against the name. You're going against our family. Um, so he kind of was already being pushed out a little bit. But at the same time, because the rest of his family was all about England, the France side that he's supporting, they're like, this dude's a fucking, he's a sneak. Like, he's a <laughs> sneaky little boy. Because they're <laughs> like, we know that he's just going to be sending shit to his family. So, uh, oh, what the fuck? Sorry, my notes are really weird here. Oh, well, um, right here while you're figuring that out. Here's a fun fact from, oh, God, where? who, what was his name? Historian David Green, author of The Hundred Years' War, A People's History. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. There is an account of the French mooning a detachment of English troops during a campaign <laughs> that led to the Battle of Cressy. Oh. Let's say that. This so enraged the English that they launched an ill-advised attack on a well-defended position and were beaten back with heavy losses. Hmm. There you go. And then next time, you just cue me in five minutes or so. I'll see if I have another one. Because <laughs> you're not paying attention to my notes or whatever. <laughs> no, no, I'm not just, at all. I'm speaking to you listeners. This is the real yeah. conversation. Is this about Joan of Arc? <laughs> you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> uh, so I just wrote down the following year, even though I guess I never really took down what year it happened. I have no idea. I'm usually really good about that. So Olivier and his commanders were captured in a battle that uh, the English supporters had raided into Clisson. And they had gone into this whole battle. Olivier gets captured with his generals and everything. And they, like, pull him off to the side and they say, hey, look, we're able to make an exchange if we get one of our big guys back. We'll give Olivier back. And uh, they were like, and we'll give a little bit of money because, like, Olivier's royalty. But... The amount that they were willing to pay for Olivier was like really, 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 or that they were asking for Olivier was really low. And some people were like, ah, it doesn't sit well. Like they should be asking for more. Mm-hmm. But they were, it was just one of those weird things where people are all, oh, like he should be worth more. <laughs> He's probably giving them information. So um, people assumed that what Olivier had done is that when he was captured, he basically just laid down a sword and was like, oh, no, take me. Like <laughs> They were like, he forfeited too easily, and so he's a traitor against the French side. And Jeez. so he was like, no, that's not, that's not what it's about. So they sign a truce over Brittany, and the French side is like, hey, Olivier, we're going to hold this big tournament. So come to the tournament. We'll all celebrate. Like, drinks will be had. We'll eat the head of a pig. We'll do some Hot. fucking 1300 nobleman stuff. It'll be fantastic. I, I assume there's some jousting. I'm sure. And it was a tournament. Haunches of mutton. <laughs> mutton haunch. It's, it's basically, oh, what's that? Oh, I had a great joke, but I ruined it because I can't remember. 
what it's called. No more late recording for us. Oh no, it's where you you go. It's uh, you go have dinner and there are people jousting. <laughs> no, yeah, so a called? tournament. Uh, what the fuck is that called? Uh, whatever. It's in California. If you know what it is, uh, like laugh. the little Renaissance fair, the Renaissance. No, fair. no, it's it's like a dinner, uh, like a dinner experience where you go. They say, would you like the dragon hunch? And then in parentheses, it says like chicken leg. <laughs> I don't know, but I want to go. This sounds uh, great. I would have a blast. Medieval times. It's called medieval times. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. You can go and like, here's your your mead. And it's like Pepsi. <laughs> your Beppus mead. <laughs> your Beppus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had a sidetrack. <laughs> no, you're fine. I told you to fill in time. <laughs> so... Uh, he goes to this tournament with a bunch of people and shows up. Everything's honky-dory, running just fine. Perfect. But there's always a but in oh, all of, of my episodes. So of course. he gets ambushed. No. Oh, what? You mean to tell me France ambushed him? So he gets ambushed, locked up, thrown in, thrown in prison, and uh, a lot of people were upset about it because – he was a marshal of France. Like, uh, any of you that have seen Game of Thrones. Nope. Um, I know. That's why I said any of you, not you. <laughs> uh, so, imagine uh, the hand of the king. How that's, like, really important. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically, like, the guy that advises to the king. Obviously, Olivier wasn't on that same level. He's not, like, terribly, terribly important. But he was kind of yeah, vital. He's, he's, he's a there. part of the politics in France. And all of a sudden, uh, King Philip, I almost said Philippe, (laughs) King Philip. (laughs) King Felipe. King Felipe. uh, (laughs) King Philip just flips and captures him, and they have a really, really, really fast trial. Hardly even a trial. They basically just capture him, bring him out into the square, chop his head off and they like read him his whole charges and everything they were like oh you admitted to to being a traitor you admitted to uh like forfeiting this battle and he never admitted to those things he like they didn't get it in writing there was never a trial like yeah it was just he shows up and they're like hey this is what you did and just chop his head off now they hang his body on the highest level in paris just his body his head is sent to Nantes, which is 400 kilometers away. Like, Okay, that's a symbol. Yeah. it's They put him on opposite ends of France. Now, where they put him in Nantes is, like, he's close to the ocean. It's called uh, Sevotat or Sevotour or whatever the fuck. But it's basically a gate that's by the ocean. Uh, like, a, what's the word? We'll call it gate by the sea. <laughs> a sea gate, essentially. Yes. So his head is being displayed to to people that are coming in from different countries that are, like, for goods and services and everything. Like like a border <laughs> gate. Yeah. He's basically just – his head is hanging there, and they're like, hey, fuck this guy in particular. Don't be like him. Perfect. Now, the treatment that they had done, like splitting his head, sending it to different places, and displaying it like that was normally for low-class criminals. Low-class. Low-class criminals. Uh, so a lot of people were really shocked about this. They're like, there wasn't a trial. He didn't admit to anything. And then they just treated him like 
like, like a peasant dirt yeah so a lot of the the aristocrats and nobility were just like uh what the fuck is going on yeah is this gonna happen to me now this isn't what we invested in <laughs> can we switch to the english side you certainly should not based on what happened to olivier <laughs> and cheers <sighs> ah tasty what is Delicious. this by the way it's a horse's neck so horses. it's cognac and ginger horses ale. dick it's a horse's cock Nice. It's a cognac, ginger ale, and heavy whipping cream. This isn't my first and won't be my last. <laughs> Actually, it will be your last. I only have a little bit of the brandy left. And it has a little bit of lead in it, you were yeah. telling me? Yeah, I, I keep it stored in a in an antique vintage leaded glass decanter. This is good. So it, leaks, it leaches into the booze over there. So based time. on our previous episode, we I be should be soon. Uh, <laughs> aggravated assault charges later. Yes, definitely. All right, so... Um, Jen, Olivier's wife, is, she gets word of all this, like, obviously she's kind of seen a lot of it, like, firsthand, but she goes back to Clisson, and she says, like, she takes her sons, and she takes them to Nantes, and they, she takes them to see the head, to say, hey, look, like, this is what this country has done to your father, like, this is bad. This is bullshit. So she's furious with the execution. And she actually was very vocal about calling it a cowardly murder. She was just like, hey, fuck you, fucking Fuck the police. Yeah. And the government. Like, while she's there, she swears revenge on, on France. Perfect. Just, like, she's like... This is the only husband that has been good to me that's actually survived up until now. <laughs> He's given me kids. This is ridiculous. So she goes back and she sells the Clisson estates. And with that money, she hires men after she goes to England. So she sells the estates, goes up to England with all of her money. She convinces the king of England, who I believe it was King Louis III, um, she convinces him, hey, give me three of your warships. I'll give you some money. I can find men really easily. And just give me three of your warships. He's like, okay. So then she still has a little bit of walking around town money. And uh, she ends up getting three ships and she paints them black, solid black. Badass. Sales raised with red. Uh, the sails are dyed red. Okay, badass. Now, her flagship, this is the coolest fucking part. The flagship is called My Vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> this lady is an ultimate, ultimate badass. Holy shit. And who has style. Yeah. Now, mind you, like, she didn't just show up to England. She's like, hey, give me ships. Like, this is cool. Like, Hook a girl up. She earned the respect to get this. Now, when she was heading up to England, before she got all these ships, she had purchased some men down in France. And they took over and destroyed a castle in Bon, in Bones. Okay. She took over a garrison in Galois and massacred everyone but one person. Holy shit. Now... This was her signature move, and I'll get more into that later. But she would go into areas and kill everybody but one guy. And then she goes to um, Chateau 
Thibault, which is a manor. Now, manors out there, like the chateaus back then, was it was this like fancy house that they would still put guards around, but it wasn't like a castle. The garrisons were like essentially like a fort. Yeah. Um, and then so she just goes all three. She's like, hey, I'm just going to hit Bing, the bang, big boom. three real quick. We're going castle. We're going garrison. And we're going chateau. And she just destroys the nobility inside. And then she went to King Louis and he gave her her ships. And he was like, uh, you did what? Yeah. Now. <laughs> okay. She's already created a name for herself. So mm-hmm. King Louis was willing to work with her. He's like, yeah, yeah. Like, by all means, if you want ships, fucking go for it. What do you think that she named her fleet? Her three warships. So she got one is called My, My Vengeance. Vengeance. Uh, My Vengeance 2. No. Fuck. It's called the Black Fleet. Like, Jeez. reading through this, I was like, she knows this how to create lady a legend. is an ultimate badass. So, she starts patrolling the English Channel. Now, I don't know if it still is, but back then, the English Channel would get really, really foggy, which I think is it, beneficial I think to a flat or to a ship that's. All black yeah. with red sails. Yeah, so I could see how that would be a slight, yeah, right? slight thing. So she'd just creep back in this fog, and they would hunt French ships in the fog. Ugh. When they would get up to the ship, because the French at the time, I mean, starting out, they didn't really know much about it. So she creeps up out of the darkness she gets really close. All three ships just cruising fast as fuck to this French ship. And they stop them and hop on board and they decapitate every person on board but one person. And they tell him, they tie him up and they say, you're going to take this information and you're going to tell them the Jen's coming for King Philip. <laughs> And Perfect. this it's... guy, he just watches like hundreds, hundreds of men around him just get fucking slaughtered. Now, it wasn't just like, oh, they would go and they'd like just <laughs> brutally decapitate everybody. No. They would take the captains, they would take the nobles that were on board, and they would tie them up. They would kill the rest of the crew except for the one guy. And then the nobles and the, the captains, Jen would go up. And she would decapitate each of them personally. Ah, oh, perfect. With an axe. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> like, you know what like, this reminds me of? What? This reminds me of uh, Inglorious Bastards. They just leave the one <laughs> right? the one Nazi with a swastika carved in the forehead. Hell hath Holy no fury shit. like a woman scorned <laughs> or like Jeanne de Clisson. Yeah. So they'd tell this guy... Go warn your French king because we're coming, we're coming for him. <laughs> then they would loot the entire ship. They would take some of the supplies back to England, and they would also take some of the supplies across the English Channel to English troops. So they're fucking over the French, taking their supplies, supplying themselves with what Jen has taken, and shipping what's left back to England. Just like perfect, the she biggest has, middle finger. Yeah, she's just like, hey. Y'all can suck my dick. <laughs> like, get up on this clit, because you can suck it. <laughs> you ready for uh, fun fact number two? Hit me with a fun fact. This is a great one. 
So during the Hundred Years' War, the development of cannons and gunpowder weaponry started to show up and get more use. And during, uh, I think it was 1431, Philip the Good, Duke of Burgundy, fired 412 cannonballs into the town of Lagny and succeeded only in killing a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, That's so we, we had, well, you had commented on, uh, and this is completely off, off the rails, <laughs> but kind of like the whole just terrible aim. So AJ had commented on a post of another podcast and said, hey, look up the great uh, what emu, emu war emu war emu war of australia 1936 i believe i looked it up because i was like what the fuck is that a thing yes there, so the statistics for the the great emu war where there were 10 shots fired per emu killed so <laughs> i mean i guess it's a good thing that australians don't have any guns anymore because they had a fucking horrible aim. terrible aim <laughs> Oh, they lost God. that war. We should we should do an episode on it because I think so. It's hilarious I'm, reading through it. You know, I I want to go more than just Wikipedia deep on this one. I'm <laughs> I've been trying to find a, a journal, like a personal journal of one of the people who was actually I'm sure in you it. You could because you said it was 1937, 36, 1936. Yeah. So there should be some journals floating around. It's just you have to crawl through a lot of archives. <laughs> I mean, maybe it was just them getting their practice firing in before World War II. <laughs> like, it was actually fuck. all the World War One vets oh, that God. did it. It's so it was so funny to read. If you haven't read about it, don't read about it. Yeah, because we'll we're talk definitely going to do an episode on it really soon this season, if not within the next couple of episodes. So, uh, back to Jen. So, um, on board, and this is this is something I read that I was really surprised by, but I'm like. You feminist piece of shit. I love it. <laughs> so anyone on board that raped a female, raped female captives, they were put to death. Perfect. I've got However, no if it was consensual, the man was beheaded and the woman was thrown overboard with leg weights. Now, I was confused when I read about that. I was like, what? Why? Like, why would you do that? You're... I mean, I if guess it if was it's consensual, the prisoners, right? It was the prisoners, yes, but it was the belief that sexually frustrated pirates are much more brutal in battle. Ah, so she sets a precedent with like three or four dudes. Everybody's like, "Uh, yeah, I'm not hitting on the female prisoners anymore," and then they're all just like, "They got that that boner rage." Yeah, they're just going. Everybody's out. had that. Like, they're not they're not getting turned on by women they're getting turned on strictly by battle and that's like what they fucking murder. love yeah it was it, like reading that i was like oh my god dude like this lady knew what she was doing yeah jesus christ so uh she had supported the english in many battles uh during the hundred years war uh it was expected that she had attacked over a hundred ships holy shit and she killed over three thousand sailors that is quite a chunk of troops Holy yeah shit. dude like and i mean i'm sure that there's a chance that those numbers are kind of blown out of proportion there's a chance that it's all just bullshit but like based on the accounts like they were a lot of people were tying in like hey the fact that this happened to the french the fact that like they had lost a lot of their ships mm -hmm. like a lot of these things line up she's yeah. not just some 
figurative, Hussy. like, oh, spooky, <laughs> spooky pirates that were running around at the yeah. time. A lot of people were saying, hey, based on this evidence, it, it's likely that this lady really did do what they're saying she did. So uh, during one of the battles, my revenge or sorry, my vengeance uh, was attacked and ship is completely destroyed. She basically has like this little boat. She takes one of the boats out and she gets her two sons on it. Uh, by the way, the other the other three had died like previously. It was the 1300s. What do you expect? People die all the time. <laughs> yeah. It was like the life expectancy was like 40 years yeah. max. So uh, it gets attacked. She takes this little boat out with her her youngest son and her oldest. Now, her youngest son died to the elements because they were out there rowing back to England for five days and five nights. God damn. Her oldest son, Olivier V, um, he, he was younger, but he was still, like, in the battles at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ended up becoming kind of nobility within England, and he got land, and he was known as uh, the Butcher. Uh, just because he was he was a war beast, and I mean, who? Yeah. Think of who his mom was. Yeah, she. He was just swinging around, killing people with a freaking heart on all the time. <laughs> She's like, "You're not going to have sex with anyone." One, because that's not Christian, and that's what England is all about right now. <laughs> and two, I will not have that done on my ships. <laughs> uh, later on, he actually survived two assassination attempts. When he was in his, like, 60s. Damn. Yeah. That guy, he was nuts. So, um, he was her only living child after her youngest son had died. Now, she gets rescued and she's brought back by English supporters. And she had been a pirate or she had been running, like, the English Channel, just running amok. For 13 years. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. That is <laughs> that is a lot of death. Yeah, she was going crazy. Uh, so, let's see. Yeah, I had already gone over that. Um, but in 1356 uh, was when she she hung up her pirate cap, <laughs> hung up the, the hatchet and, and the, the axe that she eye used patch to. Yeah. And the pigeon. She finally took off the eye patch and was like, hey, both work. Um, and she ended up getting set up with nobility in England and she lived out, uh, her remaining days in what was then English controlled, an English controlled town in Brittany close to the coast. Uh, she died in 1359, but there are some people, and this is kind of where it's like, Ooh, it's folklore, whatever. Oh yeah. Uh, there are a lot of people that believe that she still haunts the halls of Clisson Castle. Is it she's still to this day running amok in there because they screwed over her husband like to the max. So what you're saying is we need to we need to to start a GoFundMe (laughs) to ship us to do a live twenty four hour live stream podcast. A GoFund DNAJ. (laughs) Yeah, a GoFund DNAJ. And we can Go there and uh, go see some some what are we, ghost what are we, pirates, ghost hunters. Now, <laughs> why not? 
We'll, we'll, we'll get, start a reality TV show. Now sponsored by Sci-Fi. Yeah. And we'll get some some uh, horribly embroidered jeans <laughs> we're with, just the, gonna, uh, with the pockets, the thread on the pockets. We're going to dress up in drag and we'll look like Jen the whole time. And we'll just call out, we'll call out Olivier. <laughs> we're going to live out our remaining days. We're ending the podcast. We're just going to live there and haunt people for the rest of our lives. Beautiful. Oh, man. But yeah, so anyone that's interested, I got some of this information, and my girlfriend loved it because she loves this feminist stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get hit for that one. Yeah, but, I'm sure. Um, it's called uh, Rejected Princesses, which sounds kind of lame. You're like, okay. But you go there, and they have these cool, like, storybooks, like picture books that are just super badass. So though we're not sponsored by them, you should check it out because I was – I read through a couple after I said I was like, oh, this is this is cool as hell. So well, check them out. Yeah, they'll be back. You'll be using them for oh, a couple of future I, yeah. things, right? Like you you guys better be ready because I'm going to do a lot of bad bitches. <laughs> like, I'm going to do notes on a lot of bad bitches to clarify. Yes. I'm <laughs> doing notes on a lot. I'm doing a lot of bad bitches on episode. <laughs> Uh, on yeah, episode. Dude. On on the episodes, man. No, it's that's late. badass. Yeah, dude. Like, Just I killing three thousand people, beheading people, that doing that total war shit. Yeah, dude. Oh man. So I heard about it because I was laying with with my girlfriend. And we're laying. Oh, that was weird. I was just like an Amber Alert something. <laughs> I was like, what the hell was that? That wasn't even for oh, our area. My roommate is. He's listed me as. <laughs> He's listed me as kidnapped. Uh, <laughs> I just cut. I just cut AJ's headset. Help me, please. I. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I, so I was laying there with my girlfriend, and she had pulled up some video on like TikTok, and this girl was just like, "Oh, check out Jenda Clouson." Like, gave a quick overview of her. My girl keeps watching this. Like, she keeps scrolling through, and I'm over there just like frantically typing down the name searching and i was like i need to do an episode on this lady she's just insane yeah but yeah uh that's all i've got yeah that so, she's fucking I mean, badass like dude she imagine that during what was this the 13 or 1400s <laughs> on a ship a th- having three ships and killing so and many the, people at the same time like vengeance this, this is a lady in, yeah like <laughs> It's not just some regular peasant chick. It's a noble woman that's like, hey, I'm celebrating bloodshed, and you're not going to do a damn thing about it. And she was, what, 30? Yeah. When she started? like Essentially. She was she already was, an was, old woman. It was into the... She was like 40 when it when she started pirating. Christ. So she was already like, yeah, old. <laughs> Super old for the time. <laughs> yeah. But, like, imagine she, she basically proved herself to the king of England. She just slaughters like these castles garrisons whatever goes to the king of england like they're not gonna try to stop her because she's already destroyed cat like she's just gonna kill more yeah. if they're like no you don't get to see the king it's like <laughs> uh i'll get to see him whether you're dead or alive dude yeah Seriously. it's whether you escort me there or i escort your dead body there turbo Oh, yeah, man. That's crazy. It was cool to read about. So I'll, I'm definitely going to be doing more on on those, like, bad, bad women. Bad, bad bitches. Bad bitches. Uh, but, yeah, so 
yeah, thanks for tuning in. Watch out for that heat. Uh, and keep wearing your masks. Please. <laughs> Just for fuck's sake. Keep wearing your masks. If you don't wear them, just mute us. You have to mute us. You you have to play it. Still. You can listen, but just start licking handrails. Start kissing people randomly at the grocery store if you <laughs> aren't wearing a mask because we don't want you. <laughs> like, <laughs> nobody does. Please, 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 for the love of God, wear your masks, wash your hands, practice social distancing. We'll make it through this together. I yeah. swear. I know it's going to suck, but you're not suffocating. Yeah. Really, though. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Points O Pressure. Uh, keep in mind that our merch store is still running. What was it? Kami. Uh, Kami. What was the discount? 10%. 10%, I believe. So you'll see it on our Instagram as well. Uh, yeah. Follow our link on Instagram for the merch store. Same with Twitter. Kami. C-O-M-M-I-E for 10% off. And uh, we'll catch you next Monday. Thanks for tuning in, everybody.